From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, in the greater Nashville area, in the southern suburbs of Nashville, in the very heart of Tennessee, with Tennessee and the world at heart, this is Making a Difference, and I'm Dr. Shelton Smith. It's a joy to welcome you on this New Year's Day. Can you imagine we are at 2024? I mean, here is day number one of a brand new year. And uh, listen, uh, we look at things in the past. We learn from it. We hopefully look toward the future with all kinds of energy and excitement and vision and determining that we're going to see the Lord's blessing in a great way and uh, looking forward to a great year together. Now today, what I want to do, I'm calling a New Year's profile. I honestly think there's some things that you and I need to get in place. I mean, just some practical nuts and bolts things that we need to get in place so that we get off to a great start. I'm not talking about resolutions per se. I'm just talking about let's just determine here is what we do. This is who we are. These are good things. We need to do them. And as the new year gets underway, I think if we will design a profile for ourselves that we can use as a plan throughout the year, I mean all 12 months, and rather than just coast aimlessly along, it makes sense to me that we should develop a game plan. And for the sake of our Christian development, our Christian testimony, and uh, our Christian influence. If we make commitments like Christians really ought to make and then follow them, we're going to see some good things from it. Let me read Philippians chapter 3 and uh, three of the verses down in the chapter that uh, I think can be uh, applied to what I'm talking about here. Two of these verses will be very familiar to many of you. Verses 13 and 14 And this is what it says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and pressing forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now, however you look at verse 13, and there is a variety of opinions about verse 13, but the bottom line is, he says, we're going to get ourselves focused, and press toward the mark that the Lord Jesus has set for us, what he has called us to do. And then the opening part of verse 15 says this, Let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, talking about maturity, this is not talking about sinlessness when it uses the word perfect here. It's talking about maturity. All of us are sinners We certainly ought to sin less when we become Christians, but all of us have a sinful nature. But we can mature, we can develop, we can grow, and we ought to do all of that. And he says, as many as be like that, perfect, mature, let us be thus minded. And so he's just saying, get a Christian mindset. And if you and I will profile certain things into our makeup, we're going to see that develop like it ought to, and it'll enable us to be that person that is pressing for the prize. Well, here's some suggestions that I think really ought to fit into my profile and into your profile as well. Number one, I think we ought to read our Bible every single day. I'm telling you, if you'll just determine by God's grace that you're going to open the Bible, hopefully early in the day, and I recommend do it again late in the day, 
and any time during the day that you can. I want you to see that the reading of the Bible is an important part of your growth and development. To start with, if you get fully acquainted with the Bible, you'll be less likely to be led astray by somebody who's off on a tangent of some kind or some cult that's out to deceive you. And so reading your Bible every day ought to be a part of a Christian profile. Secondly, let me strongly suggest that you be in church three times a week. I'm talking about Sunday morning, including Sunday school. I'm talking about Sunday night, and I'm talking about the midweek. Now, here's the thing. Good churches are going to be open during those times. If a church is starting to cut back and trim back, you're probably looking at somebody, some church that is headed down a trail that they don't need to go down. So we just think if you go to church, be there, be for everything, be on board for all that's going on, be in the kind of a church where you can be on board, where you can enthusiastically embrace what it's about. And listen, let yourself be there on a regular schedule. Don't make excuse for why, well, not today. No, make excuse for why you don't do other things because you have the priority set and it's in your profile. You're going to do what you do every single week. I mean, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and at the midweek. Be in on what your church has to offer for you. This uh, past Wednesday night, uh, I was uh, privileged to preach at our home church here in town. And uh, I'm telling you, we just gathered in. We had a good time. And uh, all of the sweet blessings of the Lord as I opened the Bible and read it and then talked to our folks about it. And I mean, we left there all charged up, excited. The fellowship was good. All of that, it's good for me. It's good for all of us. And I want to encourage you about being active in your local church. Now, number three in this profile, I want to encourage you to create a prayer list. And uh, I have personally two prayer lists. One is a much longer list with several hundred things on it, several hundred names on it, and uh, those are some that I pray for all of the time without reference to what needs they may have. I pray for certain people like that, hundreds of them. At the same time, I have an immediate prayer list where there are immediate needs, somebody has special concerns health-wise or financially or whatever, that they've asked me to pray for them, and I do pray for them every single day. So I want to encourage you to get a prayer list. Now, you'll be helping other people when you pray for them. But I'll tell you this much, whenever you take time to pray for other people, you'll be doing yourself some good. You'll be, in fact, developing spiritually in some ways that you had not fully anticipated, and it'll be good for you. Number four in my profile here, I also want you to create a prospect list. That is... Put some names down of people you know who are unsaved or unchurched or both, and you're going to do what you can do to devote yourself, give some time to reaching that person or persons, to reaching that family or families. It's important that you and I get the burden that we ought to have for other people so that we too can really make a difference in their life. You know, if you think about your local church— and let's just suppose on a Sunday you've got 50 people in attendance, or maybe you've got 500 people in attendance, whatever the crowd is. If even half of the people who attend there would create a prospect list and then give attention to that every week where you are lovingly and compassionately and uh, yet firmly going about the business of trying to reach those people on your own personal list, 
your church would absolutely see remarkable growth if even a few people determined to do that. Now, I can be one of those people, and you can be one of those people, and we ought to do exactly what I'm talking about here and create a prospect list. Now, number five in my profile here, I want you to determine that you're going to grow spiritually. Now, if you make it a priority in your profile that you're going to grow spiritually, I don't care how long you've been saved, the matter of the fact is you ought to still be growing. And if you will grow in grace, as the Bible tells us to do, that simply means reading the Bible, going to church, being active in the Lord's service, all of that, giving attention to that, and uh, leaving off things that really siphon out of us the good things. Don't watch garbage television. Don't uh, do garbage things on the Internet. Don't let yourself be involved in garbage conversations. And that's just a cover-all term that I'm using, and I think you know the kinds of things that I'm talking about. Do not let those kinds of things become a part of your profile, but grow spiritually. Now, number six, let me suggest to you that you be a good steward. The Lord's entrusted certain resources to you. Now, it's obvious if you read your Bible, the Lord wants us to tithe. That simply means 10% of our income. And if we tithe, then we are beginning to be a good steward. But at the same time, uh, personally, I am delighted to tithe, and I like it whenever I can do even more than that. And I'm telling you, it's hard to outgive the Lord, and uh, there's a joy in giving. I mean, I sometimes hear people talk about, well, I've given now until it hurts. Well, I tell you what I'd like to suggest is that you keep giving until it starts feeling good. And whenever you begin to feel good about your giving, I'm telling you, you will delight yourself in being a good Christian steward. And, uh, you know, when I support my local church, whenever I support other things that I believe the Lord would have me to do, I am just delighted that I can do that and be in on what the Lord has going on in our world today. You and I can help pay the bills so that the gospel gets out, so that other people can be reached, so that the doors of the church are open for people who are just finding out what it is to trust the Lord and to begin their Christian life. Now, let me suggest number seven, that you place in your profile attending good conferences. I mean, sometimes, you know, we think about, well, vacation, and uh, we want to go to the latest amusement park or some other thing like that. And uh, I'm not negating that. I mean, I guess there's a place for some of that along the way. But uh, sometimes that's all people do. And I'm going to suggest to you that there are some good Christian conferences, and I'm not talking about flaky things. I'm talking about things like our National Sword of the Lord Conference and our Sword of the Lord Men's Conference and other things that we do and others do that are solidly fundamental, solidly Bible-believing. I mean, things that you know you're going to get good, solid Christian treatment. You're going to get solid Christian teaching, and it's going to warm your heart, strengthen your Christian life, and be a blessing to you and your family. A lot of folks let their kids grow up, and they never take them anything like that. They all take them to the place where they got the fancy rides and all of that. But I'm telling you, if you'll take your family 
to a good conference is and let them in on it. I'm talking by way of testimony exactly what we've done through the years. Long before I was here at the Sword of the Lord, we were doing that with our family. And I'm telling you, it paid dividends. And we've continued to do that all through the years. And I encourage you as well, get in on good Christian conferences. And then number eight, let me suggest, the Bible talks about there being a gift of helps. And every one of us can be a helper in the Christian economy. We can be a helper in Christian work. We can be a help in our local church. And you may not be able to sing the solo. You may not be able to stand up and uh, preach the sermon. But I'm telling you, there are so many, many things that need to be done, that can be done, and that every single one of us can have a part in helping. You know, there are some people that are just good at being an usher, being a greeter. Uh, There are other folks who delight themselves in working in the nursery, helping with small children. There are others who are great at working bus routes. There are others who do other kinds of things like that, just helping to make the work of the Lord go forward. And I'm telling you, if you get yourself in and devote yourself to it and take your family along with you, you'll find that it's a blessing to you, it's a blessing to your family, and you're going to find if you do these basic things. I mean, I've given you eight suggestions here, and really we could add some more, but these are just basic things that I think if you'll build a foundation out of these eight things, and in so doing, you'll be building a profile that is totally Christian, and at the same time, you'll be pressing for the prize. And as uh, Philippians 3 says, you will be thus minded. I think it'll be good for you. I think you'll be glad you did. And listen, here we are at Sword of the Lord National Headquarters, International Headquarters. And I want to suggest to you that we are sending our very best wishes to you for a blessed, happy, godly new year. And we'll look forward to having you back with us five days a week right here on this station. In the meantime, write me a note here early in this new year. I'd love to hear from you. Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Well, until tomorrow, God bless you. Have a good rest of the day and a great New Year's Day. And goodbye for now.